This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. I'm riding on my bike. I'm going round the block. No, I can't cross the road. I'm not allowed to do that. I'm so happy here, guys. I'm just riding on my bike. I'm going round the block. I'm checking out the dogs. Barking as I pass them. Good morning. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarrabosca Users Group Radio Program on Community Radio 3CR 855am live streaming digital and a whole bunch of ways you can listen to 3CR. Okay, today is Monday the 19th of August 2019 and we acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs. My name's Chris. Today's show, I'm going to be talking to Megan Bridger-Darling from Bike West about the giant Bike West Fest that's coming up on Saturday the 12th of October, plus a recap of news and events from the last uh, week or so. Megan, how are you going? I'm good, Chris. Thanks for having me in. Excellent. So you didn't find it too harsh getting in today and Melbourne's, uh, you know, late polar blast? Oh, well, I don't like crossing the river, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so um, just quick recap. Um, do, uh, you know, what, 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 how do you find the West for riding? Yeah, you because know, you're from the inner West. Mm-hmm. And previously I've spoken to people like out yeah, from Brimbank. And the, I mean, do you reckon you guys lose out a bit over there? I reckon that's a, that's a pretty accurate way of describing the state of infrastructure out West. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Bike West is doing something about it. Oh my gosh, we're doing so much about it, you know. <laughs> Gone are the days of sitting around drinking lattes in, in the lycra with the other mammals. But, yeah. uh, you know, we formed an incorporation association and uh, and we're getting stuff done, Chris. We're getting stuff for the West. It's beautiful. It's excellent because, you know, it's like one of those things of, um, you know, you think the West is a great, you know, seriously, from, I'm from the inner north and I think, you know, the, the inner West is great. And you go, why can't you retrofit stuff in with all the industrial stuff? It can't be that hard. Mm, and you that's go, exactly and, and it. It gets lo- it gets lost in the mix. And, mm. and I think it's really good to see a resurgence of stuff going on out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and you're right, it is retrofitting. It's yeah. one of the oldest parts of the city. You know, if you think of Melbourne as a collection of villages that popped up, then Footscray and Yarraville. I mean, Yarraville was the original port for yeah. Melbourne. So it really is just having to retrofit stuff. And, you know, just going off you know, cycling issues for a moment, there's so much history out there. Like, you know, the um, recent book that came about the Blue Lake and all the areas around where Coot Island and the the wetlands used to be, mm. that area has got phenomenal history and it was just used as Melbourne's, like, industrial dumping area. Mm-hmm. You know, these huge, beautiful, productive swamplands. And there's, a, again, a resurgence in people being interested in their urban history and what yeah, that absolutely. area really was. You know, beautiful parts of the of the city, like in, in the city of Maribyrnong, is uh, Newell's Paddock. And, it, you know, it's it's where the – Footscray used to be the um, – 
the place that Geelong brought all their cows up to and then oh, they yeah. would be slaughtered in Footscray and then they would be taken over the river to the abattoir in, in Kensington. So Newell's Paddock is right on the corner, if you know the inner west. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Newell's Paddock sits opposite uh, Flemington Racetrack and the, that bridge that crosses over the Maribyrnong. Oh, Lynch's Bridge. Uh, not not Lynch's, but the, the next one up. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And... Um, you know, we, we've seen an absolute revival in the wetlands, particularly along on that inner Oxbow. Yeah, well, these sorts of things go together, though. It's kind of urban renewal plus uh, sustainable transport should go together because mm-hmm. it improves, you know, the livability of the suburb and also accessibility because this is something I think cycling cops is that we're seen as an inner suburb middle class thing. And really, it's about accessibility. It is absolutely. You know, we've with Footscray itself, we're a, a, a suburb that are that's blocked in or bookend. Bookended, I think, is the buzzword that we're using. But bookended by university campuses. Yeah. So we're developing the Footscray Learning Precinct, and you know, we're encouraging the kids to cycle between campuses. Mm. And currently, we don't have the infrastructure to do that. So one of Bike West's real passions is being part of that conversation yeah. and the advocacy and sort of saying actually this isn't up to scratch this is dangerous mm. or this is really great let's work on this yeah yeah so um just thinking back to my last program i had on the show i spoke to cormac for Morlin extinction rebellion about their Morlin ride into dying and um they had that on saturday they had over a thousand people amazing um, you know, there's a resurgence, again, I keep on using that word, but pe- people power. I know also for those of us who are kind of slightly older and been around for a while, you think, oh, that's a bit cliche. No, actually, we really need it. Yep. We need invigoration in all levels of politics. Mm-hmm. And Extinction Rebellion, I actually see is a really fantastic kind of sp- – it's an international movement and I still yeah. can't get a thing on it. But anyway, a fair, fair few people walked, a lot of people yep. rode. Um, they did a die-in, and uh, I think uh, Snoo Jackson uh, has done a great write, um, write-up on the event. You can go to Sue Jackson News. That's all one word. dot blogspot. dot um, com, and you might remember the name. She wrote a lot of really interesting articles about the East West Lincoln being on the tunnel picket back then, about five six years ago. So yeah. she writes really really well. And staying in Moreland mm-hmm. last week. Morlin Council. Don't have to cross the river to get there. So no, no, no. I'm, I'm no. with you still, yeah. Look, they're, they're with you in spirit. I think, on, <laughs> was it the same latitude or long, longitude or with you guys, you know? Oh, yes, yeah, definitely one of those, I think, Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, my map references are garbage. But anyway, um, the city of Morlin voted on Sydney Road. Now, previous guests we've had on the show, we've had John Englart and Tim Reid talking about this. Now, there's going to be a six-month trial if it gets past the submission to Department of Transport. That's the other next big thing. For a six-month separated bike lane trial on Sydney Road between Glen Line and Brunswick Road. A good chunk. Good chunk. Mm. Now, this is really interesting stuff. Will it happen? Won't it happen? And it goes from, you know, it goes from a council vote up to the state government level and into like as gazetted road it will go into vic roads but vic roads were actually doing all the a fair bit of of the community consultation now an interesting bit of this you know i'm being a bit of a motor mouth right now but <laughs> um interesting thing to use vic roads own um figures they have the figures that 1.3 percent of people who visit to sydney road park there that is an extraordinarily low Number Very of interesting. And I think with this conversation, we've got to keep it open because 
okay, retailers have come out and they've got very clear and strong concerns. And okay, and I'm not really one for kind of like, you know, shutting this down. Um, I think people's concerns have got to be listened to. But there's been a lot of work done in the area with the um, park off where they've found redundant or underutilised parking in very nearby streets mm-hmm. that can um, basically be replace. That 1.7%. Yeah. 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 It makes sense. You know, we know that um, roads were made for traffic, not for parking. So yeah. it's Sydney Road, not Sydney Park. Yeah, so if uh, if you're on Facebook, there's some very informative posts by Revitalise Sydney Road, Melbourne Commuter and Climate Action Moreland. But the next point is what state government's going to do or what's the Department of Transport going to do or the newly formed Department of Transport. It's really interesting times because um, the Moreland government's... Oh, sorry, Moreland. Moreland. We're Moreland <laughs> People's yet, Republic. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. Um, no, Moreland's People's Republic. And, yeah, um, it's more a kingdom, don't you think? Yeah, mm. No, I think they're, they're anti... I think they're no gods, no masters over there. Um, <laughs> no, it's a, it's, a, it's a brave move by the by uh, a local council, but it just sees if it gets up. Mm. It'll be very interesting to watch, and I think a lot of councils will be um, paying very close attention Oh, very much so because we're in a time where, you know, where road projects get, well, it's always been this way, unfortunately, yes. get, the hi- yeah, get the hierarchy done and all the rest of it. But because of Melbourne's population pressures, I think there's a bit of, well, actually there's a, a fair bit of scope here. Absolutely. But some in- really interesting lateral thinking from the from the state government if I wanted to take that on mm-hmm. to actually ease pressures. Because yep. everyone's going, oh, let's invest in heavy rail, let's get all, you know, let's fix all the stuff that hasn't been touched for 50, 60 years. And the cracks in between are actually not cracks. They're actually really mm. good challenges to get people either on sustainable transport or mixed mode. I think there's a uh, there's an argument to be had that the inner inner suburbs or the inner Melbourne is substantially different to outer Melbourne and Very. outer Melbourne absolutely needs better road infrastructure yes. for you know getting people around and into town and out of town and to those regional hubs and the city regional I'm not sure what they're called but um when we're talking you know 5 to 10 kilometers from the city mm. that's they're not arterials, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're local roads for kids going to school or parents going to the shops. Or, or, or again, with public transport freeing up the inner suburbs, mm-hmm. you know, because like from Clifton Hill in, it's a pretty easy trot to wherever you need to go because a lot of people are going to the city. Yep. And, again, if you ever try to get on some of these midpoint – oh, I've got to put it. Someone out there from the PTA screaming at me <laughs> – um, about these, you know, like mid-inner things from like Coburg, Clifton Hill, inwards. You can't, you, can't get, you can't get on the train at 8 o'clock in the morning. Absolutely it's not. It's actually chockers. No, and, and out west we've got that one train line as well. So, yeah. you know, you are dreaming if you think you're going to get a seat from West Footscray or Tottenham. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to go to a quick break and then we're going to be back with the interview proper about Bike <laughs> West because we just had a nice little intro and um, back in a tick. The Renegade Pub Football League proudly presents its inaugural Pride Round, Paint in Victoria Park, Rainbow, on Saturday, August 24th. Celebrating diversity in pub football, this free community event offers a laid-back afternoon of gender-inclusive Aussie Rules football, alongside DJs and a charity barbecue. Saturday, August 24th, gates open at 1230 For more information, including Pub Footy's August and September fixture, visit www.rpfl.com.au. The Renegade Pub Football League is a 3CR supporter. 
And you're back listening to Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR 855 AM Digital Live Streaming and Power Radical Radio. Today in the studio, got Megan, and we're going to talk about Bike West. Yeah. Let's go for it. Well, Bike West. We, mm. um, a couple of years ago, I was approached by um, a, a politician at the time, and he wanted me to. Um, pull together some ideas for the West. Uh, a friend of his had been struck and killed on the streets in Yarraville and, um, we, you know, it was clear we, we need better infrastructure in the West but we needed a, you know, concise and clear voice um, that was asking for that because otherwise it's a bit hodgepodge and ad hoc and we want this and they need that and that mm. sort of stuff. So... Um, I met um, the wonderful Dr. John Simons and John introduced me to his mammal mates and I sort of pointed out it's not a lot of, not a lot of boobs at this table. It's a lot of men talking about riding bikes real fast. So, you know, we kind of extrapolated that out and we formed Bike West. So we uh, made a Facebook page and... Um, put together a submission and uh, you laugh, Chris, but that's, you know, that's exactly, I know exactly how the conversation what you happened. <laughs> I, I know, I know how these, these things work. You're sitting there going, I'm the only bird here. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, sometimes, it's a lot of weight to carry. Yeah, but it is getting better. It is getting Without a, lot a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. So, so two yeah. years ago we, we formed Bike West, we put together a little submission and um, we got a um, commitment from uh, Bill Shorten, the member for Maribyrnong, that yep. he would investigate and help us to establish a community bike hub out west. So given the election went a particular way, uh, we're going to add a few more years onto that uh, that timeline, but it's all steam ahead. You know, we've we've had some really good wins with Bike West in the last two years and we're... Um, yeah, yeah, we're just hitting our hitting our straps. That's a horse riding thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, so, well, you've got a lot of horse riding town? out there, haven't you? <laughs> Not in the inner west, Chris, no. <laughs> no. Well, you know, a bit further up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, if you count that Flemington thing, yeah. Yeah, that, sure. yeah, that bit where people... Sure. Yeah. You, yeah. you do have two train lines out there, though. We do, yeah. But it goes, one goes to the showgrounds. Yeah, one gets out pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I came across some of your stuff going back two years ago when you were looking at the Western Community Hub, looking at Hanson mm-hmm. Reserve. So you've been part of you've been looking at like um, kind of uh, things as they come up because this was the Hanson Reserve was put out for comment. Mm-hmm. So how did you kind of move on? You know, kind of the last yeah. two years. So the history with Hanson Reserve, which is in West Footscray on Robert Street, for anyone of you playing at home. Um, is that it used to be the Footscray Velodrome. Yep. So just after um, World War One, I, I think, they started um, – and when I say velodrome, I don't mean like, you know, disc up in wherever disc is. Um, yeah, it's, up it's across the river. I don't go that far. Um, and I <laughs> should probably point out that I'm also a councillor at Maribyrnong. So okay, in, in that's January, <laughs> In January I was elected to Maribyrnong City Council, so it um, – but my heart is with Big Bike West. So, yep. um, so the velodrome was just little banks, you know, there's little slight little rises, you know, that are still there. Mm-hmm. And um, council two years ago said, oh, we're going to do a master plan. What do you think we should do? Yep. And Bike West said, well, obviously you should put the velodrome back in. You know, the land underneath is part of it is, um, is a former bluestone quarry, which mm. 82 of Maribyrnong's sports precincts are but particularly under the velodrome is not the quarry so the park is bigger than just um that that velodrome and on the other part of it that was dug out and then filled in with rubbish because that's how you fill up a bluestone quarry after you've taken all the rocks out 
So we said it would be really good. We could have like a little community hub. There's nothing between Disc and Geelong. There is no velodrome. There's no safe riding tracks anywhere between Geelong and um, and Brunswick, Northcote. Yeah, Brunswick, Northcote, Coburg. And Coburg, mm. again, is concrete, which yeah. is, you know, like what hot dog circuit sort of, you know. <laughs> and Brunswick, again, is concrete. Yeah. And um, I think what you're talking about, Hanson Reserve, is more similar to the Hawthorne one, which is, yeah, 5%, really gentle. Yep. yep. Very, very low. Yeah. You can, you know, I don't even lose breath walking up it. Mm. So, <laughs> um, and so council threw that idea out because... You know, it was before I was a councillor, uh, so I'm going to assume they put it in the too hard basket. Um, and they they said, uh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dan Andrews was looking for re-election, so he invented a thing called the Pick My Project. And uh, Bike West submitted a Pick My Project suggestion, which is a bike, a junior bike skills learning uh, facility slash track slash you know, for kids on balance bikes and, yeah. and learning how to pedal and not, you know, have to <laughs> not not hurt themselves. So, so this is going to be at Hanson or another place? It's going place? to be at Hanson Reserve. So um, on on a corner of that master plan, we we said to um, the Labor government, we, we're going to need $200,000 to do this. And mm-hmm. then they said, okay, go get as many votes as you can. And so you I spent three weeks letterboxing. <laughs> Everywhere in Footscray and Yarraville and West Footscray, and um, and we won, and it was amazing. So he came out and he announced all of the winners um, mm. at Hanson Reserve, and it was really really exciting. So two hundred thousand dollars, and then I do have to say, Maribyrnong Council kicked in uh, another hundred thousand to get the project to the space that we need. You say it's in kind, yeah. yeah. So um, we're overwhelmed. So that should be, you know, we've I've just seen the designs, and you know, it's it's really exciting. You know, it could be bigger. You know, it could be more amazing. But um, we we're going to get what we're going to you, get. You get you're getting things done. We really are. Yep. Yeah. So we're coming bit coming a bit more uh, full circle. Where are you uh, moving now with some infrastructure? Well, this is again, this is another Maribyrnong Council uh, an, uh, initiative, but um. If you stand at the back, or maybe it's the front, um, of Footscray City College mm. and you look down at the Flemington racetrack, you look over what is called Quarry Park. Yep. And again, you know, we built a we built a high school on that quarry rubbish tip. Um, and, you know, it's great. And council have commissioned Dirt Art. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Dirt Art, but they, um, they design and, and build, maybe design, um, mountain bike trails. So we've got this beautiful sloping decline that we have now built three downhill tracks on and one uphill track, which looks impossible. Oh, my God, it looks impossible to me, but a few people assure me that it is absolutely rideable. And, um, yeah, so it's the Quarry Park Mountain Bike Trails and we are looking – we did have a date scheduled for in two weeks' time to launch them, but thanks, Melbourne, it rained. And it rained and it rained. So it shook loose all the loose bits and um, now we uh, have pushed the launch date back to October 12th. Yep. And we're going to make a bit of a festival out of it. So giant um, mountain bikes, giant, um, have lent us their demo fleet for uh, for the day. So we need, we need people on October 12th to come down to Quarry Park on Farnsworth Avenue and show us how to ride these tracks. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, I think someone, you know... Um you're just saying the consultancy who did the uh, 
design for it. I was kind of think it looks a bit like Whistler. Um, <laughs> it, but but it's actually you utilising that space. If it's on that sort of incline, yep. do that. Absolutely. And and having a deluge like we did about a foot or what a week ago mm. is actually quite good because it's a settling in process. That's building building booms and what you know downhills and kicker jumps. Yeah, can get washed out quite easily if Easy. you haven't got enough you know composite yep. or whatever in them because. Previous life, we um, helped out with doing stuff at Listerfield before the comms games oh. course came in. And there's a lot of stuff like out in Listerfield, and I don't know if it's still going on, it probably is, where you get washouts and stuff mm. in trails. And so, like, close it, fill it with aggregate, let the let the yep. um, land kind of repair and let it drain. Yeah. I mean, Yarra yeah. Ranges is a good example of that too. You yeah. know, certain sections have to get closed while they rebuild. So, you know, we, we do see it as a bit of a um, blessing in disguise. So we're going to push the, the launch date back until we're sure that it's it's finished and then all the shrubs and trees will go in and that will help shore up the erosion as well. So Gives you a longer timeline and less stress. <sighs> yep. Definitely. Well, it's, it's, yeah, you got to look at these <laughs> things like you look at something, is, is it a problem or a challenge? Hmm. And you go, it's actually, it's a bit yeah. of a blessing in disguise. <laughs> so um, you guys, you have ongoing meetings as well. We do. Once a month we, um, you know, the good doctor thinks that we should probably get more professional and not have our meetings in a pub. But I think he'll have a um, uh, a bit of an overthrow if he tries to do that. <laughs> but uh, once a month we go to the Mona, Va- Mona Vale, the Mona Castle in Seddon. Mm. And uh, we have a little chat about bike things, and someone takes minutes, and that makes us an official, yeah. official crew. So it's it's really good. It's you know, and it's not just it's not just mammals sitting around. There's people like me, and I have to admit, I am a fair weather cyclist. I get a little bit cold. I come from Queensland, so it's I'm, I'm not good in the not good in the cold and rain. But yeah. um, but you know, there's a lot of people that do it for a lot of different reasons. So we're we're a nice bunch of crew. So mm-hmm. come on down. Yep, so it's like uh, the Mona Castle Hotel, that's at 53 Austin Street. Mm-hmm. And was it the th- every third Monday or second Monday? Because I'm looking at, you got one tonight. That's good to know. Yep, and you got another one on the 16th <laughs> of September, yep. 21st of October and the 18th of November. Yeah. And it's between eight, no, sorry, from seven to eight. Yep. But the thing is, it's a, it's a a if it's a pub and you've got good, you know, meeting rooms or public areas at the back, you mm. know. Yep. Ready-made reading space. And um, I, I was of um, great interest when I was looking at, you know, um, your, your Facebook page. You have a newsletter sign up. Also, you have a shop with stubby holders. Mm, hotcakes. Oh, mate, you're, you're head of the pack there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we know our demographic, Chris. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I, was just, I was just looking at you going, oh, that's got me. Um, no, but I'm just saying cycling sometimes can be seen as elite or a bit clicky or one in three kids doesn't know how to ride a bike yeah exactly and you, you we've got to um it goes in ebbs and flows that i've yep. seen over the decades and um it's you know we've just had the whole thing of the last decade or so of cycling is the new golf which if i hear one more oh, wow. time <laughs> i mean okay it's, it's a good it's a good selling point for you know um when you're writing copy for a newspaper yeah but from you know, from a broader perspective of sustainable transport and people just getting out and about and having an ability to mix mode, you, you know, you can, yep. if you, you know, you've got kids, you may use the car, you may use a cargo bike, you may use PT. Uh, like it is as accessible as possible yep. and, and not dependent on how much money you've got. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get, you know, it's the thing about P, um, cycling is you've got that bike, you've got it set up reasonably well, you can go. Yeah, 20, 30, 40 kilometres if you need to, but just short distances. Absolutely. We know that um, something like 90% of all 
car trips are single occupant, mm-hmm. you know, and that's an argument that gets brought up a lot with um, car dooring and bar um, bike separated separated bike paths. Yep. So you know, traditionally we put them on the wrong side, I mm. guess. You mm. know. Um, so one of the things that Maribyrnong we're trying to feed into the bike strategy that's um, currently being discussed is um, just flipping that parking, putting parking on the, you know, the other side of the road. Well, not the other side of the road, but the, the bike lane on the other side of the car park. Yeah. But we also we also know that the majority of car trips are under four kilometres. So, yeah, but also being aware of some fine-grained treatments where people are very sensitive about parking mm-hmm. and with a good reason because sometimes, you know, in terms of accessibility – um, but again, listening to people like where they've got like a, a medical centre or where there's aged care or where people need to go with kids, making sure that sometimes those parking spaces and bike parking spaces, yep. I, as I know of the crash near me, mm-hmm. they've taken out one space yep. and put in bike parking and it's really well utilised. Yeah, absolutely. So making sure that, you know, you the, the approach is you're not taking away something but you're providing. Yeah. I know that at my train station in, in Tottenham, uh, bike riders will strap their bike to any fixed structure. <laughs> we definitely don't. And as a councillor for that area, yeah. I am absolutely in their face yeah. about putting more in, but mm. it's a conversation between Vic Roads and Metro and Council and anyone else that wants to get involved. But, you know, I always have to I, – I never get there early enough to <laughs> get a spot on the bike on the bike hoops, so I'm always strapping my, my bike to the um, the – fences so so if people want to find out more about um bike west and your upcoming uh giant bike west fest have i got yeah. that correctly yeah absolutely and tonight's meeting where mm-hmm. can they go you uh, probably easiest bit is facebook at this stage so facebook.com slash bike west victoria uh, we have a website that is under under construction at the moment but um yeah send us a message it's probably going to be the easiest to catch one of us today Excellent. Okay, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. The yearly World Goer Day Fiesta is on again on the 24th of August at St. Louis de Montfort Hall in Aspendale. Now in its 17th year, the World Goer Day Fiesta celebrates the rich Goan culture with live bands and a delicious buffet spread. All welcome. Tickets are $50 per adult, $25 for children between ages 5 and 10, and 45 for pensioners. Call or SMS Oscar on 0404 848 345. That's 0404 848 345. The World Goa Day Fiesta is a 3CR supporter. It's time for news and events in the time I've got left. Now, um, I mentioned on my previous show that this um, program goes to places further than Melbourne because we got um, lovely people from Rapidly sent in their, their uh, cycling event. This time, I've had people from Space for Cycling Brisbane send something in and they've got a big push for road safety ride and that's hosted by Space for Cycling Brisbane and the Brisbane Bike Explorers Club and that's going to be on Sunday the 1st of September and that's going to be starting at 10am and that's going to be to, I've got the pronunciation correct, Kura Kurilla Par Point, is that correct? No, she's... And uh, Montague Road, Brisbane. And once again, they will be making, they'll be riding to make Brisbane a cycling friendly city. And they join them at um, Sunday, the 1st of September. 
And uh, this is going to be part of uh, Queensland Road Safety Week and highlighting the need for safe streets on people on bikes. Now, keeping in uh, the theme of um, inner West Melbourne, Community Bike Hub Grand Opening. It's going to be hosted by the Inner West Community Bike Hub and that's going to be celebrating the opening of the Inner West Community Bike Hub. As I just said, I'm, I'm going to get into a bit of alliteration. And that's going to be on to Saturday, 31st of August. And that's going to be from 10am to 4.30pm over at 31 to 40 Moreland Street, Footscray. And that's going to be the new home of the uh, Footscray Community Bike Shed. And the ethos of the Bike Hub is a commitment to recycling and supporting people in our community, especially those who are marginalised. So you can find out more about that if you go to Facebook and look at the events. I'll put a link into the podcast for you. And getting back to things to do with the councils, the good folks at City of Yarra are working on a streetscape master plan for Brunswick Street and want your feedback. But invariably, when you look at it, the bike lanes for, are outside the scope of the master plan. But as you would know, we're kind of most online surveys. There's a comments field, aka text box. So utilise it. <laughs> and make your opinions known. Uh, it's a bit disappointing that survey questions don't mention anything about bike lanes, especially when we do know that Brunswick Street is very highly utilised and it's something as the bug we've had um, discussions all going back 15, ooh, 12, 13 years ago. So anyway, the results of such a survey will naturally show that bike lanes aren't important to respondents unless we go and change that, but also keep it very much on the council's... Um, thing but I can't remember if Brunswick um, Road or Brunswick Street I should say is under jurisdiction of Vic Roads or the council it's under the Road Management Act and I'm taking on question on notice anyway so the survey closes on the 13th of September and you can go to your say Yarra that's all one word dot com dot au and look for the Brunswick Street Master Plan and another bit of information for Moreland oh sorry Yarra Council but finally, the Carlton North Latham is open for feedback. So what do you like about Carlton North streets? Well, it's got some of the most heavily utilised cycling streets in in the um, Yarra region. So you've got until Friday the 6th of September to get your feedback into that. And again, it's at the yoursayyarra.com.au website. And there's going to be a pop-up consultation on Wednesday the 28th of August from 4 to 7pm at the Great Northern Hotel yeah, from 4 to 7 p.m. Yep. And that's just up on the corner. That's all I've got time for today. Thank you so much, Megan, for coming in for today's show. For your listenership, our podcast should be uploaded today at 3cr.org.au forward slash Yarrabug or go to our mirror site, which is yarrabug.org forward slash radio. Show your support to subscribe to 3CR. Costs 35 unwaged or concession, 75 waged, 150 solidarity band organisation, or you can just go to 3cr.org.au. Out next is Doing Time, followed by Black Block. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.